Welcome back to another hour of Sky Shower. My name is Noah. And I'm Jesse. All right. Well, hopefully everyone had a uh, wonderful week. Uh, I know mine was a little bit rough. I <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit under the weather. Uh, you can probably still hear it in my voice here, but uh, I do believe we have a fun show ahead of us. Um, uh, this evening, we will be uh, going over uh, Belvini 12, the uh, American cask. Uh, you said it's part of the stories line. That's right. The sweet toast of American oak. All right. That should be good. I can't wait to taste it. Uh, and then from there, we got our shout outs and our restaurant review, which uh, this week will be the uh, Brothers Barbecue. And then our Smarter Challenge being the uh, Mandela Effect. I, I need to apologize to everybody out there because I was under under the weather. Episode 66 got released uh, really late. It was released uh, Sunday evening. So uh, if you did not get to see uh, the uh, premiere of that or anything like that, or you noticed it didn't come out on time, I do apologize. If you guys need to understand one thing, it's this. It was like our own version of Shaun of the Dead in the household <laughs> here where we were walking zombies. <laughs> it was pretty rough it was rough all right um so let's go ahead and we'll start off with as we get ready to introduce the scotch i gotta say no you're gonna have to watch out all the ladies with your deep voice you got the white berry voice going on you're gonna gain some extra market share and have the chicks flock into you maybe i need to be sick more often i'm always sick now you sick bastard not the right kind of sick, but we'll go with it. <laughs> Scotch review. All right, here we've got the Balvini, Sweet Toast of American Oak, 12-year, part of the Balvini Stories Collection, 43% ABV, this one uh, being a Dovetown Speyside uh, or Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. And, uh, and it is, it's a pretty fun bottle. It's interesting to see uh, some of the things they have going on here. Uh, this is the first Balvini we're sharing on the show. So looking forward to that. Um, do you want to kick it off with a couple more fun facts? Well, I was going to say that uh, this is episode 67. 67. And it took us this long to try a Balvini. It I seems a little bit weird. Yeah. But, okay. We didn't, we didn't go alphabetical. <laughs> Well, uh, let's see here. Uh, the Belvini is uh, owned by uh, William Grant and Sons. Uh, William Grant was born in 1866. Uh, he was a he uh, started off as a. Uh, I'm sorry, he was not born in 1866. Uh, that's when he became the bookmaker, uh, the bookkeeper for Mortlock. And um, around 1886, after working there for 20 years. Uh, that's when he uh, built the plans and the foundations uh, were laid for the Balvini Distillery. Um, also, uh, if you do like uh, the Balvini uh, 
uh, scotch is here. They do have a tour. It does take 2.5 hours to go through. You do get to meet the scotch makers there. And you learn about the five rare crafts. Explore the famous warehouse 24. I have no idea what that is, but you do get to go explore it. And, of course, there's a tasting afterwards. It does cost 61 U.S. dollars or 50 uh, uh, GBP, uh, Great British Pound. Or one U.S. cup of American gasoline. <laughs> At this point, yeah. <laughs> it's getting that way, Biden. Oh, man. Thanks a lot, Biden. Yeah. All my right. favorite, my, my meme, meme of the week last week was the uh, Biden 007. Zero things, barrel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Zero things, good. Gas, seven bucks a gallon. <laughs> God damn him, man. <laughs> All right. So with this this Balvini, so one of the things that is a little bit different with the Balvini is they do something uh, pretty interesting, not so much of a foil, more of a wrap uh, around the tops of their bottles. So we'll pop this guy open. Um, as you mentioned that, there are a whole line of Balvini stories collection whiskeys or really scotches. So this one is the 12 year, the sweet toast of American oak. Um, it's story number one. Story number two is week of Pete. That's a 14 year scotch. So this one at 43% ABV. Uh, the next one's all the way in at a 48.6. And then after the week of Pete, we've got a day of dark barley that thing's 26 years old you think that it, they would start to mellow it out there uh nope that's story number three you've got the edge of burnhead wood story number four second red rose um number five and then a tale of the dog the tale of the dog a 42 year old scotch um I don't really care how, about how old that one is. I just want to try it because of Dude, the name. That's a cool <laughs> name. <laughs> I mean, looking through the bottle, looks like it has a nice color. Oh, yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. There you go. <laughs> Hey, baby. <laughs> You're having a little too much fun with that now, man. Don't let it go to your head. <laughs> Witch head. <laughs> Witch head. <laughs> Which head you going to? Do? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll go ahead and we'll start our, uh, our tasting now here and go into our warp speed section. All right. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Okay, so the uh, Balvini 12-year American cask. 
Uh, I'm going to give it my best shot here, people. Uh, bold as, move, Gotten. Bold move. <laughs> exactly. Bold <laughs> move. Bold move. Uh, I, you know, like I said, I'm still getting over this cold here. You can probably still hear it in my voice. Um, so for me, when I look at this uh, this particular uh, dram here, I think it has a nice copper tone to it. Um, it's not overly dark. It's not like, uh, but it's not light either. I mean, it's kind of maybe more on the like mid to light side, but I like the nice copper tone to it. As far as the nose, from what I could gather, um, I'm getting hints of uh, vanilla, citrus, and fudge. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to my palate, um, what I'm able to pick up is I, I mentioned uh, to you during our warp speed session there that the people get to see that um, I was getting like a burnt orange or maybe a brown sugar burnt orange mm-hmm. uh, where they kind of like, you know, like burnt the brown sugar or whatever, caramelized the brown sugar and burnt the orange there um, with some vanilla. And then uh, uh, the, in the mid palette, I mentioned there was some spice there and you confirmed what I thought it might have been, which was ginger and cinnamon. And then my finish is a multi, uh, malt, multi or malt, maltish type of finish with, uh, with vanilla flavor. Um, the one thing I don't, I didn't really get from this. Uh, I know it's a, it's an American oak. I didn't really get a whole lot of oakiness from it <laughs> or, or like a wood barrel type of a flavor, but um, you could definitely tell the characteristic of the American oak because of like how heavy the vanilla is uh, throughout the whole process through the, through the nose, the palate and the finish. Uh, that's definitely a strong characteristic of American oak. So um I think it's a great bottle. This might be one I would probably take to a uh, uh, to a poker game and stuff like that. What sure. was this rolling? Uh, Seventy bucks. That's not bad. <coughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's not too bad. No, it's uh. So for me, I'm I'm not so far off what you just mentioned. Something to consider. Uh, so this is something where the Balvini, their story here is that they're using virgin, heavily charred uh, virgin oak casks, American oak casks from Kentucky. Virgin? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Salem Witch Trials all over again. Um, these oak casks travel 3,792 miles from Kentucky to the Valvini Distillery. So that's the first step. Um, I am also willing to make that trip. So I'm thinking what we need to do is we need to go to Kentucky and find their next shipment of, of oak barrels and hide in one until we get to Valvini and be like, surprise, we're here for the tasting. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned that these are uh, the stories, right? Yes. So that was uh, this is uh, this is related to Kelsey uh, uh, McKenney. Yes. So uh, she obviously likes that uh, American Kentucky wood. That's right. Thirty-seven ninety-two miles of travel just to get a little bit of it. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> yeah, look, it's wood. <laughs> <laughs> so with that. What I've got to say is I'm going to, I'm going to throw out a couple different scenarios there. And I know not everyone's done a lot of cooking. Um, I've done some great cooking, some terrible cooking. Um, but really what I'm talking about is more along the baking slash candy lines. And with this, one of the things that I have to say is a flavor to, uh, 
introduce this with is if you've ever tried making fudge and you put that burner on a little too hot and you weren't paying quite enough attention and, and turning and, and spinning, um, flipping that fudge quick enough because you're more folding it than you are stirring it. And with that, you get the little burnt piece uh, along the sides and the bottom of the pan. Um, that's one of the flavors that I think is really pinnacle and key in this, something to remember. And I think I believe it comes from that charred American oak from Kentucky. Um, another thing to really think about is anyone who's gone out uh, and spent 40 plus dollars on a fancy drink, especially when it's a whiskey drink, a lot of times they'll burn an orange peel and trap the smoke to get that flavor into that whiskey or scotch. Uh, and with that also, um, they'll use as a garnish or another flavor additive is a stick of cinnamon and swirl around well this wonderful scotch i think this is a fun scotch and it's definitely more fun than mainstream i would say i don't know enough about balvini just yet but with it um as i look at the color the color is a nice medium brass to me like it is good uh light to medium brass not dark but good um with the nose I'm getting a hint of oak and what I would say candied orange peel um, I, at the front of the nose, followed by uh, vanilla, like vanilla for days. And that is absolutely something, as you mentioned, comes from that American oak on the palate. That um, candied orange peel immediately transcends to a burnt orange peel, um, followed by... Uh, a vanilla toffee, and I think that's, again, part of that heavily charred oak cask. And that's followed by a hint of butterscotch, more of that sugar, the brown sugar. Uh, with the finish, you've got burnt brown sugar. It's part of that same uh, heavily charred oak that's giving it that and a little bit of honey. It is not, with all of these flavors going on, it is not... Um, lacking any sort of smoothness it is a super smooth scotch but with that honey also comes out that ginger and that cinnamon heat and for me it finishes with that oak spice um, that ginger that that cinnamon heat and the flavor of oak for days and it's a very simple oak flavor it's a very um and it's definitely like a white oak flavor versus a red oak. It is, it's very simple and it's long and it's smooth and I enjoy it. Um, and all the other flavors are still there. It's not like they've all diminished and disappeared from the palate. They're all still there uh, enjoying this show, this uh, 3,792 mile trip. Uh, definitely well worth it. Nice job, Balvini. It's time for our shout-outs. I'll shout it right out. Uh, shout-out goes to, man, 
This is something you guys are going to be getting tired of. Uh, Verstappen and the Red Bull Racing Team with their Honda slash not Honda engines uh, dominating in Baku uh, and winning the Arajabon Grand Prix um, to further increase his lead in this Formula One championship. Uh, yeah, that's definitely my uh, shout out. Nice job. It was a good, clean race. Yeah, they did have a they had a good race there. Uh, my shout out, is, I have quite a few of them though. Uh, the first one is going to go to Black House. Uh, it's a, a nice restaurant there in uh, downtown Parker off of Main Street. They had a, uh, a wine pairing dinner with uh, uh, Saint Supri Winery. Um, and uh, if you ever get a chance to do a wine tasting there, I highly recommend it. They put on a fantastic show. Um, their uh, first course was a seared diver scallop, and you got to see the pictures. And I'll throw them up here. Um, and then second course was roasted pork tenderloin. Third course was pan seared duck breast, and fourth course was braised uh, braised venison. And then the dessert was the Elvis. Um, and if you do go there ever to uh, you know for dinner or lunch or breakfast, um, if you uh, have uh, Laura or Peyton as your waitress. Um, I would highly recommend asking for them. Uh, they do. They did a fantastic job. Um, my second uh, shout out goes to Fogarty Chow and Amy and her staff. They did a nice another uh, wine dinner there at the Prisoner Wines, and uh, they seem to get better every time at doing a. They're, they're doing their special event, so uh, keep that up. And this, instead of this time, uh, and she made a comment to me about this. Um, she watched our show, and she made sure the dessert was not the creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So this time around, it was cheesecake with uh, like this mango, not mango, uh, guava uh, sauce drizzled over it. It was really good, and I don't like uh, cheesecake, uh, but that was a great cheesecake. Although I will say that their fall soup, the one that we had at that last wine uh, tasting uh, with the butternut uh, butter butternut oh, squ yeah. squash, that was just insanely good. That was really good. The one that they had this time was like a corn uh, chowder one. It wasn't nearly as good, but yeah. it was still decent. And the last one here, um, I think we forgot to properly. Uh, give her a shout out like two weeks ago um is kathy for giving us a uh a donation. do we yep. oh, okay okay well making sure i get it again because i wasn't quite sure so <laughs> all right so that's all i have for shout outs this week all right get together uh sure my only get together is uh, for the Fed and everyone else that's working for Biden's side of the government. And how did you get inflation wrong again? Like everyone else in the world realized this number wasn't going to go down. And then you're surprised when it went up. <laughs> really? Like 8.6 surprised you, huh? You thought it was going to go down again. I uh, really just get it together uh, and figure it out. Everyone but the people who are getting paid to take care of our economy <laughs> understood what was going to happen. How did they get it wrong? <laughs> I, I, I mean, they're literally getting paid to know this. 
all the people who were paying them through tax dollars are like, yeah, inflation is going up. Oh, no, 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 it's not. How do you know it's going up? Well, I just saw my gas bill. I just saw my rent bill. I just saw my grocery bill. I know it went up. Oh, no, no, no. Just wait for the report. It's going down. Nope. It's going down. I'm yelling timber. You know what's going down in timber is uh, the American economy. <laughs> Boom. So you're not buying the fact that they're telling you that we're in the strongest economy ever. And oh, so yeah. we can handle inflation. That's right. I forgot that Biden was so smart. Yeah. Uh, he went and took the best economy ever, destroyed it, flushed it down the toilet and said, it's okay because we can afford it. Really? I literally can't afford it. I have lost so much spending power. It's insane. So I'm going to give, get my, uh, get it together to two groups of people, but they're kind of tied into one, one thing. First, the, uh, Democrats and the rhinos who decided to put on the sham January 6th hearings on prime T on primetime TV. We all know that's a sham. It was, it's a joke. Uh, they, you can tell that they cut and splice it and they hire like a, a news, a, uh, a news, a former news president uh, to try to like spin it and all that stuff to make it look even more professional, or whatever. But no, they they failed. Only 19 million people across 12 uh, networks uh, viewed it. I'll bet they spent 19 million U.S. taxpayer dollars with that fail. Oh, they probably spent more than that too. And uh, get it together. <laughs> yeah, definitely get it together. And the other and the other people who are tied into that that I want to say get it together. Are those people who are who don't do their research? Uh, there are like there's actually videos out there where you see the officers like open up the gates. You see the uh, there's videos out there where you see the officers like wave people in. You see them like giving directions, uh, you know. So and then you get people asking like, well, where are these videos at? They're out there. They've been out there since January. So. Uh, get it, get it together, man. Go do your research. Brothers Barbecue. Brothers Barbecue. Rappahoe and I-25. <laughs> Located on a Rappahoe Road and I-25. <laughs> That's probably, <laughs> it's probably <laughs> technically Centennial, Colorado. Uh, is that Greenwood Village? I don't know. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I, I mean, I saw like a Greenwood Village uh, police officer going to that uh, gas station right across the street as as I was pulling out. The, the biggest problem with that restaurant and that whole area is the traffic flow. Like you leave that place and unless you cut through eight parking lots through different companies and businesses and restaurants, <laughs> most of which are out of business or method establishments, uh, you're turning right to turn right to turn left. <laughs> it's just like when I had to do my U-turns to get into the place. So I'm like, how did I just spend five minutes going one block just to turn around and come back? <laughs> yeah, I, would, I mean, that's probably a good place to start. Um the location is not the easiest location to get in and out of at all. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the access there is uh, very hard to get in and out. <laughs> you're going to earn you're going to earn your entry. <laughs> you have to work for it. That's right. Um 
I don't know. For me, I thought, uh, I mean, I used to like Brothers Barbecue a lot when they first opened up. And uh, I bet I think after COVID, it, you can tell there's a big difference in that quality that's, uh, that, that's going on there. So they've been affected by COVID. Uh, they used to have like a bar area that's been closed down, but you can still buy like bottle or I guess cans of beer. But it's not the same without, you know, if you want to get like a draft or something like that. Uh, they're... Their brisket is still pretty good, uh, not as good as I remember it being before, uh, but I still highly recommend going there. I think they have, I think some of their sauces taste pretty good. Uh, I really do like their original Kansas City style sauce. Their uh, Carolina mustard sauce tastes really good with stuff like uh, uh, with pork or even with the chicken. Um, and then their barbecue baked beans. Uh, usually when I go there. If I get a side, it's usually going to be those barbecue baked beans because I do enjoy those a lot. So, I mean, it's kind of a fast foodie type of place. It's a barbecue place, though, too. So you're not going to be paying, like, fast food type of prices, but you do get your food pretty quickly. So I'm going to give it probably, like, a at least this location. Um, I'll give it probably about, like, a 6.5. Um, I think it has the potential to be better, and I think it probably was better before COVID. <coughs> Can you take a date there? Uh, if it's a casual date, sure. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to try to impress a chick, I'd say no. Uh, can you meet a buddy there? Sure, yeah, you could. Uh, they do have TVs up, so you could watch sports while you're eating your barbecue and stuff like that. And they do have a patio, so it could be that, you know, maybe like on a Friday evening or a Saturday evening, it might be a nicer place to chill and have a have some barbecue dinner with, uh, I would say, with some beer. Uh, but um, without the drafts, I'm not really sure how much you want to spend on, on canned beers. Uh, so overall, I'll give it, a, like I said, a 6.5. All right. Well, for me, uh, I just got a text from my daughter that we need to go scope out the moon, man. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess it's pretty freaking dynamic. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we could put everything on pause. Let's, let's check out. Let's finish this restaurant review and scope it out. Okay. My daughter uh, has always loved the moon. It's one of the things we used to look at together when she was just a little wee tot. So big deal. That's cool. Thank you, Mila. Um, with that, for myself, Shout brothers. That's right. Um, I had the brothers sandwich. It was pretty good. So you've got your um, sausage link, and then it's topped with some pulled pork, and topped with some coleslaw. And honestly, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, some onions, some onion strings on top. I had a side of fries and a soda. Mine was seventeen bucks. Really, not that much more expensive than Taco Bell, as we've learned as of late. If you can find a Taco Bell that's staffed and open on a weekend. Um, and with that, it's uh, it was pretty good. I enjoyed mine. Would I take a first date there? <laughs> like the location was the killer. Um, it it's, is. it's way out of the way, no matter what. If I was on a road trip with a, a date, yeah, no big deal. Stop. Get get that. Have some. Have a soda. That I thought their fountain drinks were actually really good. I'm not a fan of Pepsi products. They had Pepsi products, but their diet Dr Pepper was on point tonight. Yeah. Um, and then the barbecue sauce was good. I had their regular Kansas City as well. Um, I thought it was great with my sandwich. Um, really, the biggest win was the fries. Man, the fries outdid the sandwich. Um, no. No complaints, no regrets uh, with my food. I'll go there with a friend, absolutely. Um, I do think it looks like it's like a little rundown. I wish it was in a better in, uh, 
location because with a better location i think it would really thrive i think it would be great and uh, man yeah it was it was fun so overall for me and this isn't a negative this is just right where i think it is um i agree with you for me it's right around that six mark um go with a friend absolutely um go with a quick bite for decent barbecue with with a date absolutely if it's uh if it's convenient for that purpose and that time um but otherwise uh for me i want to find another find another place just the location was brutal the mandela effect for those of you who don't know much about the mandela effect uh, what did you find on it i mean the first thing to know about the mandela effect is that it's named after nelson mandela why because (laughs) one story says he died a free man in 2013 and lots of other people remember him dying in prison in the 1980s uh we've got a 33 year disparity here ladies and gentlemen Uh, quite the contrast in deaths. <laughs> so with that, um, really the the effect being, hey, uh, what just happened? Why do we remember one thing? Is this um, something because one version is somebody's gone through and created a time wave, so to speak, a ripple in our timeline. And so we remember something that did happen but since the past was now changed there's two paths and one overshadows the other greatly but there are those minds who are still like whoa no negative ghost rider so this is where i think a little bit of like the whole thought of multiverses come into play a little bit and uh um, I think what happened uh, but you're talking about the nelson mandela effect and you can correct me if i'm wrong um but if, uh, if my memory serves me, it was like uh, in a textbook that said that he died in the 80s or something. In prison. And while he's in prison. <laughs> and, and then he actually, as we know, he actually like got out of prison and became the president of South Africa and stuff like that. And then uh, maybe he died. Yeah, in 2013. Okay, yeah. So. Dude, that's a rough life when somebody changes the past that he died twice. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, and then I know that there's some other there's some other things out there they talk about like the CERN the CERN super collider. Uh, they think that uh, that might be causing some of the uh, Mandela effects out there, uh, which are causing those r- ripples that you're talking about. But I'm not sure if we're gonna get if you want to get too too deep into that. I didn't do as much research into that as I would have liked to this week because uh, <laughs> I was looking at the back of my eyelids. <laughs> <and I'm> like, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, so I did find some things here about like some of the things that, that people uh, say that they have seen um, or remember differently. So the first one that we're looking at, and for those of you, uh, what we're going to do here is I have on my iPad is I have uh, some pictures here and I will be sharing these. I'll be posting these up. I'm going to put a little bit extra work into this uh, this upcoming one here, but I'll be posting these up so that way you guys see which ones we're talking about as we go through. But this is the Curious George one. And here we have uh, Curious George. Some people remember Curious George, uh, the monkey having a tail, and others do not. Do you remember which one? Which way do you remember it being? So I actually remember both. <laughs> And it's interesting because when I remember as as I was a kid, he had a tail. And then I remember watching it with my kids 
And uh, by the way, uh, the the remake. Um, what year was that? That was about fifteen years ago, I think it was. Curious George, uh, Dynamite, the music soundtrack uh, and score in particular, definitely heartbreaking, um, but heartwarming in all the same. Um, and also No Tail. So I remember as a kid, he had a tail, and then for some reason, uh, my kid's version did not have that tail. So growing up, I also thought I remember him having a tail, but but here it talks about how he never had a tail. So the answer is like he never had a tail, even supposedly like going back to when we were kids. But I just don't see it. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I don't remember it that way, but... Uh, this next one here is I don't know why they why they put Nelson Mandela as number two when it's actually <laughs> named after him. So we already talked about that because it's not as great as uh, Curious George. Okay, do you do you remember Jiffy or Jeff? Oof. See, I mean, I just remember Jeff. I remember Jeff. What I remember Jiffy from is Jiffy Pop. Okay, the popcorn. But I remember Jeff. Yeah, I remember. I remember the peanut butter as Jif as well. Uh, even though the Jiffy, the Jiffy uh, logo up there, just it still doesn't even look right to me. Yeah, not a good example. No. Uh, that's an ad. All right, Looney Tunes. Is it spelled with T O O N S or T U N E S? Ah, oh, man. So what I remember is two O's, like a cartoon, Looney Tunes. Okay, it's actually T-U-N-E-S. I, I remember it as T-U-N-E-S, but um, here's that's one of those ones where like... See, and that's what I was going to say, but I still like seem to remember from T-O-O as a cartoon. Um, but Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it was all about music, tunes, T-U-N-E-S. Yeah. So you know, and it's, here's the kind of he, my, I might as well pause it right here instead of like instead of going through some more. We'll go through some more here in a little bit. But um, how much of this do you think actually is just like maybe faulty memory? Because like we're talking about things like I haven't watched any Looney Tunes since like maybe like thirty years ago. It's been a long time, right? Absolutely. So you know, maybe my memory isn't totally one hundred percent on that. You know, I'm sure it's in there in some kind of vault but you know when you don't use it you lose it right yeah like i literally just go back to uh who framed robert rabbit rabbit and uh like i think about toontown it's toontown and i just immediately imagine two o's okay yeah i can see that we're loony we're toony we're all a little (laughs) i mean who didn't think jessica rabbit was hot (laughs) <laughs> okay, how about the uh, Bearstein or Bearstein oh. Bears? I never, I never looked at this book. I never read the book. I don't know anything about the story, so I couldn't answer this one. This see, I would have to say Bernstein, E I N, not stain, as in I stained my pants. A I N. Yeah, apparently it's A I N. Yeah, see, I literally would think it was the other one. I would. I mean, if I since I don't, I didn't know. Like if. If I was looking at this, I would have gone with the EIN as well. Um, let's see here. 
see if we can find one that we both would know pretty well. Oh, how about this one? I this one's uh is it sex in the city or sex and the city? I mean, I, I can tell you from everything I hear and all that stuff, I always heard it as like sex in the city. See, I always thought it was sex and the city. And you're right, it is sex and the city. Because they were two separate different things. It wasn't just sex in the city. Plus, they were having sex outside of the city. <laughs> that that would make sense. I mean. But it was sex and the city. Yeah. Interesting show, man. Like, can you ever imagine the male version of that not being kicked off or being like totally politically incorrect? But the female version uh, with the same content is politically You're empowering correct. women, though. That's why. <laughs> all right. I get you, it. You got to kill the patriarchy. All right. All right. <laughs> Down with the uh, masculine males. Right? Yeah, what's that? So you can have masculine females? Because those are all the masculine traits that they literally say are uh, negative yeah. masculine. Yeah, you know, they don't like toxic males. Yeah, just toxic females? Yep, apparently. Right. Damn it. <laughs> well, why wasn't I born a woman? <laughs> How about for Breeze? Um, this one... Does it have two E's or one E? Oof. Dude. I would think it'd be one E. I'm going with one E. Um, only because two E's just seems too much. I don't remember two E's, so I'm going with one. Yeah, so here it says, uh, you might use this stuff every day, but be honest. You thought it was for B Breeze with two E's, didn't you? No, didn't. No, I didn't either. So I guess maybe we're correct that it's the one E. Yeah, the two E just looks all sorts of wrong. Yeah, it does. Oscar Mayer or Oscar Meyer? Mm. M E Y or M A Y? Well, they're both Meyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof. My. Hot dog has a first name. It's O S C A R. My wiener has a last name. It's M A Y M E Y E R. Dude, it's a tough one. This, you know what you need right now? What's that? You need Demolition Man with that radio station that plays the <laughs> <laughs> ad jingles all the time. <laughs> I think it's uh, when you're doing it. When you were singing it that way, I think M-A-Y-E-R sounded better. I think so, too. I'm going with Meyer. M-A-Y-E-R. Okay. One of the most confounding of all, there is an A in Meyer. So, honest to goodness, we thought it was Meyer. So, we're right. It's the A. All right. Sweet. I knew my hot dog had two names, damn it, and I knew both <laughs> of them. <laughs> all right. How about the shoe here? Is there a T or no T in Skechers? Oh, no T. Yeah. I agree, no tea. And I'd just be sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> and we are correct. There's no tea. I don't remember. The the tea in there does like it looks way wrong. Dude, it totally like just sounds wrong. Alright, about fruit loops. Oh. I think I remember it as the blows. I definitely reminded his double O's because I re I remember it with the four colors of Fruit Loops. So do I. Um, I was gonna say we're wrong. 
I think we're right. Mm. F R O O T. So I think we're right. Yeah. Groot. Groot. <laughs> <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. All right. How about uh, Uncle Pennyworth? I didn't even know the guy had a name. <laughs> the Monopoly guy. All right. What about Mr. Pennyworth? Does he uh, wear a monocle or no monocle? Oh, snap. I'm going no monocle. I I would agree, no monocle. I think because when you look at the uh, chance cards and stuff like that, or get out of free jail, he doesn't have a monocle in those. I don't remember one. Yeah, and the monocle just makes him look like he's like the burglar man guy from uh, <laughs> Burger King, right? And I believe we're correct. All right. How about Kit Kat? Is there a dash or no dash? No dash. No dash. No dash. So this one, you're right, it is no dash. Um, but I swear to God, like when I was a little kid, I thought I had a dash. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a kid, you know, so I don't know. Damn it, man. I know my candy. Don't get don't don't even <laughs> challenge my candy game. <laughs> All right. You're gonna talk about almond joy. Baby root <laughs> baby. All right, how about the, uh, is there a cornucopia and fruit of, fruit of looms? Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, this one, I, I never bought any fruit of the looms, so um, I remember, I, I do remember, like, Michael Jordan uh, doing, like, uh, I think TV ads for them, right? Long, way a long time ago, I think it was, or was that uh, Haynes? Hi, I somebody did some fruit of the looms because these grown ass men I, were dressing up as apples and I, stuff. The one thing I do remember about fruit of the looms is they always had the guys dressing up as the as the uh, fruits. Yeah. Um, I would go with the cornucopia. I think you have to just because loom. Nothing else means loom. Yeah, and. I don't know. It doesn't really give me a true answer here. It says it used to have a cornucopia behind the fruit, right? Right? I wish you gave me a total answer. I don't know. I'm not saying. No, that's all it says there. But they should have given us a little bit clearer answer on that one. All right. How good is your uh, snacks knowledge? Some of it's pretty good. All right. How about Cheez-Its? Is there a Z or no Z? No Z. Cheese it. Um, I believe you're right. Cheese it. Because it says, we swear there used to be an extra Z at the end. What is I, happening? No, nah, man, it's just it. I got fat off those bad boys. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. All right. How about Oreos? Uh, Double stuff. So I guess is it, does the stuff have one F or two S? Oh. Two F's. I think it's uh, only one F. Because it has, it says 18 out of 24, it says double stuff, S-T-O-F, Oreos there. So that gives, I think that gives us the answer. Just a single? Yeah. Which, let me see if that tells us over there. Yeah. The Freedom of Loom one doesn't even tell. It just says Freedom of Loom logo, so never mind. 
This here right is telling me that the Fruit of the Loom uh, logo has never had a cornucopia. All right, there we go. No cornucopia. All right. Uh, how big of a Star Wars fan are you? Uh, not not nearly as big as you are. <laughs> okay, this one. They talk about C C three PO. If he was all gold, or did he have a silver leg? And here's the funny part. I do remember the all gold one, and I remember one year. All of a sudden, I was watching the the movie again because I watch it almost like every year. And I noticed uh, whatever year it was, uh, probably about like five years, five, six years back, I noticed the silver leg. I thought he always had a silver leg because he was made from repair parts from the get-go. Well, see, that, that's what they say. They said it's always been that way. But uh, like when I've, I always remember it as always being all gold, and then all of a sudden, like one year, I just noticed that like, it was silver. Well, let's also face some facts when it comes to something like this. By the way, we know Walt Disney has changed The Mandalorian Season 1 after he get, got huge. Yeah. All right, how about the Flintstones? Is there a, a T there in the Flint, or is it just Flynn? Just Flynn. It is the Flint Stone. Is it really? Damn. That just looks goofy. Wait, is that right? Yeah, the Flint Stones has two T's. Um, this house, it's yours or it's not. No, just joking. <laughs> this, this not, it's mine this now. not part of it. <laughs> mine now. I remember this. All right, this one is chartreuse. Uh, were you told that chartreuse was a green color or like a magenta color? Oh, that's interesting. Because it's green. It is a shade of green. I know that because I have a chartreuse <laughs> colored pocket square. So I got this. <laughs> um, Forest Gump. Oh. Yeah, you know the Forrest Gump one? No. Life is like a, a box, box of, of chocolates. chocolates. Yeah. Here it says, uh, it's not what Forrest Gump actually said. If you listen closely, life was like a box of chocolates. We're regretting all those Instagram captions right about now. So, because uh, a lot of people know, remember it as life is like a box of chocolates, but that's not correct. Life was like a box of chocolates. That's because mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. Past tense, not present. Correct. All right, Cinderella. What did the uh, uh, Wicked Witch say in Cinderella to the mirror? Was it mirror, mirror on the wall? Or was it magic mirror on the wall? Ooh, magic mirror. It is magic mirror. Boom, man. You're I do it every night. Magic mirror on the wall. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, here's another Star Wars one. Mm. I, I think everyone misquotes this one a lot too, where they say, Luke, I'm your father. Uh, when actually it was stated as, uh, no, I am your father, I think. Um, it says here, honestly, this one, 
all he said really was, I am your father. Oh, he did he he left out Luke. So I am your father. Uh some people outside of the United States we should get this since we live here. But how many states are there? Let's go with the outside of the United States version. 52. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, some people were taught that there was 51 or 52. Because of uh, Puerto Rico or what? I don't know. They didn't say <laughs> it. But the answer, I mean, obviously, as we both know, it's 50. 5 zero. So I thought that was the same number of stars on the U.S. flag to this day. This one I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, Do you remember the actor Sinbad? Oh, who doesn't? So supposedly some people believe that they remember seeing him in a movie called Genie. And uh, that never existed. Do you remember that movie or do you think you remember that movie? I don't remember Genie. But I remember people just talking smad smack about Sinbad being in a terrible movie. (laughs) (laughs) So the funny part is, I swear to God, he was in a movie called Genie because my, if you ask Adam, he, he believes that too, because when I was a little, when he was a little kid, he used to apparently love that movie. (laughs) Was it maybe a cartoon or a commercial? I have no idea, but I swear to God, I thought it was a movie and he thinks it's a movie. But apparently that never existed. Um, what's this one here? Patrick Swayze. Ooh, what about him? Though the actor sadly died being uh, diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, people have said that they remember him recovering. Hmm. I, I don't. Do I don't remember him recovering either. No, I don't either. Location of the Walt Disney World castle. Um, if you ever been to Magic Kingdom, do you recall where the castle is located? Um, I couldn't tell you. I've never been to. I mean, I've been to Disney. I've, I've been more to the Epcot Center than actually like Disney. I feel like it's pretty much at the far end of the park. Far end. Yeah, like you go in and it's like way down there. Because after it's over, everyone's racing to get out of the park, and at least in or or in California, it took a while to get out. So I think you're probably right, because uh, it says clearly remembers it being in the entrance of the park, but it seems like it must be located at the end. Yeah, I remember the long haul home, Aiden <laughs> on my shoulder, Mila and a stroller. <laughs> he was uh, a memory I'm very fond of. I'm blessed to have had that chance with them. Well, those are some of the ones that they had posted up here for us to check out. Um, do you have any final thoughts about the about the Mandela effect? I thought it'd be kind of fun to kind of just discuss and kind of go through those. Um, didn't quite, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's an interesting perspective because with some of these, I think the biggest one for you is the Sinbad. <laughs> yeah. And with that, there are always these things, and I can't think of any right now. I really should have... Uh, gone out of my way to consider a few but um yeah as things continue to change in this world there are some things where it's like yeah man what happened to that i remember that no i distinctively remember that and such is not the case so with that it is it is precarious 
Yeah, so there is. Oh, and there's another big one out there that wasn't on that slideshow. Uh, it has to do with Ed, Mc, Ed McMahon. Okay. Do you remember him? Yes. Did he ever give out checks? Oh, man. I never remember him giving out checks, but I remember him like showing uh, all the commercials of people getting checks from other people. Do you remember who, what company that, that was for? Oh, shit, yeah. dude. Literally, like, it's probably wrong, but I feel like it was Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, you're wrong. That's the one everyone remembers him for. But he said he's never worked for the Publishers Clearinghouse. So that's one of those, uh, that's one of those weird ones out there. But like a lot of people t- tend to think about it. And I think there's even like a Johnny Carson skit about it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> Maybe that's what it stems from. Maybe. And that's another thing is there can be these things where it's just one person has this comic version of it. And all of a sudden everyone remembers it. There might be one guy out there who made like a 30 minute skit with Sinbad being a damn genie dressed up like a fool. And then Sinbad <laughs> never even saw it. But meanwhile, this guy puts it out there just enough of a see it. And then he's like, this is the funniest stuff ever. Pull it. <laughs> Uh, but apparently he worked for another company called American Publishing Warehouse or something like that. And okay. He, and that's who it was for, but not publishers. That's, yeah, close enough. Like in my book, that's close enough. <laughs> close enough, but yeah. They, but uh, yeah, publish, Publishing Clearinghouse, you're like, he's never worked for us, and he's like, I never worked for them. And But I, I mean, I remember those TV commercials. You have them like hold up the big, huge yeah, checks. Yeah, I want one of those big, huge checks, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> seriously where's mine and, you know there's a i read <laughs> right and sometimes i think memory does get uh affected by like the map by like a mass group because they i think there's like a study out there where like if a large group of uh like animals start to learn something and then other animals start to pick up on it just naturally or whatever yeah herd mentality <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh <laughs> So uh, maybe that's kind of what's gone on here. I'm not really sure if there's like actually someone out there like changing the timelines, but it's a possibility too. It'd be fun to mess with that. Yeah. I mean, well, occasionally on the internet, sometimes you'll see like, check out these photos, like uh, people from the future. <laughs> I'm just saying we can go back and it'll be like, oh yeah, they thought this whole Fruit Loops thing was funny the first time. Wait for this. <laughs> it's like F R U U U U U. Loops. P S. They're gonna be like, I don't remember that. That's it. That's the only way it's ever been. <laughs> Shit would have never sold. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so what's the topic for next week? All right. Next week, man, what's the big movie coming out? Uh, is it Thunder? Uh, the uh, Thor? Thor. I think it's going to be Thor. Okay. I think that like is, an, is a must because, man, I remember Fat Thor, and I still have like these super fond memories watching Fat Thor and everyone being like, you look like a tub of ice cream that melted. <laughs> 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 and now on this new one, he's got these chains the size of like... <laughs> bigger than he is and he's working out and gets uh slim and sexy again let's double check make sure we've got a good release date for thor god of thunder here and uh, we may not be able to do that 
Oh, is it not going to work out? Comes out July 8th. We got a couple weeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it came out sooner than that. So did I. I thought there was like, I got a message saying that. Tickets are available. But maybe available for then. All right. We're going to have to do something different. Well, it is Father. It'll be right after Father's Day weekend, I think. Yeah. Dude, I think we have to go. Man. Mission Impossible. I hate to say it, but I think we have to go there. All right. Best Mission Impossible movie so far. Okay. Best Mission Impossible song. And, uh,. What do you love or not love about Mission Impossible movies? Okay, just the movies, right? We're not talking about the series. Just the movies, Tom Cruise. As we prepare, uh, we still have almost a year away before the next one comes out, but damn, I'm excited. Okay, sounds good. Too bad Bullet Train is not coming out. That would have to be it. Yeah. Good. And uh, what are we going to drink? All right. For Top Gun, we're going with the Aberfeldy 12. Top Gun? Sorry for Tom Cruise. I'm thinking Tom <laughs> I mean, I Cruise. I could do Top Gun again. <laughs> I mean, might as well, but Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, Aberfeldy 12. <laughs> All right. Anything you want to say to the people before we... Uh... Uh, no, drink responsibly. Um, thanks for watching the show. Please give us feedback. Uh, let Noah know you're happy. He's... With the life of the living again. <laughs> Trying to be. <laughs> and, uh, man, you want to wrap it up with our different media? Yeah, so uh, for all of you out there, thanks again who uh, listen to us on our Audible platform. So whether it's uh, on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, any, any of the other numerous ones that we have, uh, if you're watching us, then we're on YouTube or Rumble, and so we appreciate you watching us on there. Um, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. If you'd like to become a patron member, enter in our information down below in the comment uh, in the details. Uh, the very first one there in the link, you'll see Podbean um, patron, and you can take that link there and you become a patron member for as low as one dollar. And uh, we do appreciate you guys listening and watching us. Um, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to have as much fun as we do. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to get to do a lot more of those uh, uh, movie rental, uh, movie theater rentals like we did uh, recently. That was and, so much fun. Yeah, it was. And uh, the way to get uh, preferred uh, invites is either to do a one-time donation or become a patron member or be a co-host. Yeah. Priority access. Priority access. Yeah, there you go. Priority. That sounds even better than what I said. <laughs> well, that's what she said. <laughs> so with that, uh, everyone, uh, hopefully you have a great night, and uh, we greatly do appreciate you, and cheers, and Scotchman. Cheers. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed this evening's episode of Scotch Hour. If you did, please like share and subscribe also if you have not done so already please become a patron member with memberships starting as low as one dollar a month thank you and hopefully you have a wonderful evening